what's coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but the Bible teaches there's a time to laugh, and my encouragement to you is you never know what's coming. So listen up. Also, the review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Don't forget, regarding the media, it's simple. The acronym is Making Everyone Dumber in America. That's the media. Oh, yeah, that's good. Also, life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? That's simple, because God had to put me somewhere. I had to go somewhere. Here I am. There it is. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. David Spoon Experience, Wowzer, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400,000 milliseconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. Hmm. We have no idea what's going to happen. We don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. That thingy, you know, here ahead of time on Thursday before the weekend, here's the question. Who can you and I be a blessing to this weekend? You want to think about that ahead of time so that you can have that opportunity to be a blessing. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, please don't let it die of loneliness. That's sad. Just reach out and give us a call, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. And when you call 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite! Let me tell you what it's like to talk to Dynamite D. Talking to Dynamite D is like getting approval for something you were trying for, and you got it, but you didn't think you were going to get it, and you're like, yippee! That That sounds very interesting. That's good right (laughs) there. I just want to let you guys know. So here's the uh, whole process here. You can not only call us, you can text us. That's fun, too. 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. As you know, we do our professional voice as well. Here we go. 214-210-8483. Additionally, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david. D-A-V-I-D at he must increase.org. Not supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, just David. 
at hemustincrease.org. We encourage you to do that as well. And as you know, we always send you up to the website. A couple of things to tell you about that. The couple of speaking events are going to be already on the website. So we're going to get to that. I want you to check that out when you get to the website. Also on the website is an opportunity to give. If you can't give, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, you have a heart that you want to give. That's what that's what the spirit is that we're looking for. If you can, great. You can go on the website, do it securely through the website. If you can't do it securely, or if you can't do it through the website and you want to do it through a check or a credit card, you can do it too. That's all right. We'll help you. We will help you out. We just won't send you a cupcake in case you do it. Here, do me a favor and check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. There you go. Wait, let me rewind that. See, if you want to send me something, here's the email you would use, david at org. right? So if uh, if somebody wants to use that as an email, we encourage you to do that. Send us something. Now, if you're going to send me a picture and it's going to be kind of fun or cool, I love stuff like that. You know, we have a couple people that send me stuff on a regular basis. If it's going to be something that is, uh, like, you know, not good, uh, just hold on to it. <laughs> that's, my, that's my encouragement. When I give you a, a couple of things to talk about, we're going to be praying right off the bat. We need to be praying for Easton, having a little bit of a struggle today. Plus, we need to be praying for Lisa. That's Eric's Lisa. She's had a little bit of problems. She's doing a lot better. We've been in constant communication, but want to pray that the Lord will finish that up. Plus, we've got, you know, our friend Gary who called yesterday, and then we've got Rosalind, and we got Ace, and we got Mary, and we got Deborah, and we got Gary. You know what? The list is getting bigger because you want to know why as the family of God, the needs get bigger. And it's our job to uh, to be a blessing to one another and strengthen one another. We want to thank Brother Stan for calling yesterday and sharing that praise report. We want to thank Brother Jay. Jay called, gave a really nice compliment, really appreciated. My wife was really touched by that. Uh, but we want to lift it up starting right now in prayer. And specifically, I want to pray for Lisa and for Easton. And I'm not, if I don't say your name, I'm not neglecting you. Okay, we're doing it all together, and there's a time limit we do have on the show, so let's do it and let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and praise you. First, we thank you, because first, all of our goodness, everything that we have that, that, that's one ounce good comes from you. It's your grace. It's your mercy. It's your kindness. Man, Lord, sometimes we do feel like you're just hugging us, just helping us, and just walking with us. And, uh, and then, Lord, there's times where we kind of like, get frustrated and get irritated. And then we come to you again and seek your help and seek your mercy and seek your grace, and there it is for us fresh every single time. Your mercies are new every morning. Your compassions are new every morning. So we lift up Easton because he's my grandson, praying that you would touch him. I pray for Julianne and Jared. As Christians go, I could not do what they do. And uh, I just pray you would sustain them and give them strength. I pray for Lisa. Um, Eric has just become such a great friend of mine, and I just pray that you would just put your arms around her and bring nothing but healing into her body. Of course, we're going to stand with Gary in, in praying for Sheila. I'm going to thank you for, for Stan's wife doing better. Pray for Rosalind. We pray for all these people, and it's not just these physical pains, Lord. There are people that are 
They're hurting so deep inside. We just pray that you would touch them, encourage them, pour into their hearts the joy that comes from your presence. Anoint them with your love that they can be whole inside and out. We pray in the name, the power, and the authority of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Okay, so that gets us rolling. Uh, probably a little went a little bit uh, deeper than that, but I just really sometimes I, I there's times when you pray and you really connect to it, and then there's other times where it's, you're less connecting, depending on all the things that are going on. And of late, the Lord's just been giving me a lot of grace for connecting, so I kind of like that. I think it's a good thing. So do we have somebody that wants to talk, or we're going we're gonna to wait on that one? Okay, so here's what we're doing. We're going to go right into uh, 2 Corinthians, and I want you to get this because this is oh, 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 so outstanding. Here we go. 2 Corinthians, we're in chapter 4. We're in verse 7. Listen to this. Listen to this. Now we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this surpassingly great power is from God and not from us. Now we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this surpassingly great power is from God and not from us. So most of you know there was a band, uh, Jars of Clay. So you should know that this is where they got the name. That will help you. But I want to read you two notes. They're not my notes. There are other people. There's uh, Spirit-Filled Study Bible and the NIV Study Bible. And listen to this. This note on the word treasure. Listen to this. A brilliant note. And I wanted to give that acknowledgement. It says this, where it says, now we have this treasure. Treasure. The knowledge of God in the face of Christ. That's the treasure. Earthen vessels vessels are weak and fragile. This verse is virtually thematic for the entire letter, expressing the paradox of how weak human beings can be the instruments of the power of God. The treasure is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Listen to this. Listen to this, how powerful this is. And it is the knowledge of God in the face of Christ. Uh, I just wish one day I could write like that. <laughs> it's like the knowledge of God in the face of Christ. Oh, my God. If you're a note taker, you ought to be taking that note. It says that we have this treasure in jars of clay. The treasures, listen, treasures were sometimes back in the day concealed in clay jars, which had little value or beauty and did not attract attention to themselves or their contents. And here they represent Paul's human frailty and unworthiness. That comes from the NIV notes people. And here's the thing about that is, look, we have this gospel, the greatest message ever ever that nobody could even invent a message like this it is the most powerful and most life-changing message this treasure and it's in jars of clay and sometimes people would put things in jars of clay because they would throw them off and they wouldn't know oh it's just a jar of clay nobody's going to look into that thing kind of attitude but in our case it's more of a connection to our, us as vessels I love you. I, I'm trying my best to love me. We love one another, but we are a mess. I mean, come on. Oh, no, we have great times. Don't get me wrong. And we have great victories, and we have victory over sin through the, the redeeming work of Jesus Christ. But you get before a mirror, and you go, whoa, yikes. You are a jar of clay. 
And inside you, Mr. and Mrs. Jar of Clay, is the gospel, the knowledge of God in the face of Christ. And what's so amazing is that God has entrusted you and I, even though we're jars of clay, with this incredible treasure of a message. Does he expect you to communicate it flawlessly? No, you're already flawed. That's why you're a jar of clay. You know, not not as powerful as some of those other things. Why Paul is bringing this up is because of where he's going to go in the rest of the text. But I want you to understand what's important here. And that is the gospel is the treasure, the most treasurable treasure of all. Greater than all silver, greater than all gold, greater than any government. The gospel will outlast every and any human government combined. <laughs> oh, but Dave, I've got a moon rock. This is a rock from the center of the universe. Do you understand the difference? You got a moon rock? Cute. Here, we're we're standing on the rock that's at the core of the universe and all existence. And even though we're jars of clay, that's why he says, you know, now we have this treasure in jars of clay to show this surpassing great power is from God and not from us. When you share the message, it's by the power of God. Not by your power, not by the way you say it, not by the way you do it. It's his gospel, his power, his anointing. You're just a jar of clay. But you know what? It's all the Lord needs. All he needs is you. That's it. All right. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon experience? So what Jesus said, whoever is not against you is for you. That's what he's talking about. They're they're a kingdom advancer. It's all good. Now watch this in Luke chapter 11, verse 20 through 23. If I drive out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his estate, his possessions are secure. But when one stronger than he attacks and overpowers, he takes from him all his weapons, the armor and the weapons of the foot soldier that he trusted in, and he divides up his plunder. Anyone who is not with me is against me, and anyone who does not gather with me scatters. And you're thinking, but what about the other verse? Watch. Keeping it in context, this person is not for the kingdom of God. This person is neutral, not a kingdom advancer, not a person that's trying to advance the kingdom of God. And when you are not a kingdom advancer, then you are supporting the other kingdoms. You are either in, for, with through and by the kingdom of God or all the other kingdoms. There is no neutral. There is no, well, I'm going to I'm going to sit this one out. There is no sitting it out with God. You're either helping advance his kingdom or helping another kingdom advance. One of the two. So the guy that was casting out evil spirits in the name of Jesus Christ, he's advancing the kingdom of God. But the person who's not for Jesus is trying to be neutral and do nothing. That person's not advancing the kingdom of God. And that person who's not advancing the kingdom of God is therefore against the kingdom of God because there is no neutral. And you're thinking, well, no, no, there's got to be a neutral. Never heard the joke about the mugwomp, huh? 
Never heard about the soldier that, you know, was Confederate soldier and then a Union soldier had gray on the top and, and dark blue on the bottom. What'd they do? Shoot at them from both sides. That's what they did. In other words, there is none of that. That doesn't exist. You're either with Jesus in the advancement of his kingdom or you're not. And if you're not, then he considers that against. And you think, well, whoa, that is just rude. Tell it to Jesus. Tell him he's rude. Go ahead. Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God. Not, hey, you know in your life, you got all these things going on. You got to take care of work. I get it. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to pay this bill and do this and raise your kids. Do this, do this. And somewhere in there, do me a favor and every once in a while kick it around and think about me and the kingdom. And That, that doesn't exist. That's not a, a reality check. The reality check is that you are either for the kingdom of God or opposed to the kingdom of God. And if you try to be neutral, you're opposed. The David Spoon Experience. If Jesus oh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. And I just want to, this is kind of a personal message because it's kind of funny. But uh, we have a, a caller that wanted to send me a picture regarding the moon and stuff. And when I used that reference, moon rock, that had nothing to do with that. Okay, it was just one of those, oh, that was a interesting coincidinky right there kind of mentality. So, to, you know, so, yes, and I think I just received that picture. So, uh, you know, good job there. Uh, I think that's correct. If not, then send it and we'll, I'll, I'll get it. So just don't think I was in, trying to say something funny about that. All right, here we go. Ready? So I had to clarify that. It was so funny because yeah, he, he wants to send a picture of the moon. And it just, just I hadn't talked to him yet. And just at that moment, I had said the moon rock compared to a you know, center <laughs> of the universe rock. If you're me, it's like, yeah, it's par. It's yeah. par for the course. Okay. Trivia question. Who, these are tougher ones, you might need a few hints. Who was the king or who, would, who was King David? Sorry. Who was King David's father? Who was King David's father? Here is your hint. It is the same first name as a really lousy governor in Minnesota and a really lousy wrestler. Same guy. Who was the wrestler governor guy in Minnesota? First, uh, same first name. Ha <laughs> ha. That's a pretty good hint. Some people will get that. If you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, David, at he must org. We do have somebody that is going to be uh, responding to that. I'm hoping that the hint was helpful to some, but let's go ahead and send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good, Gary. I've been praying for you a lot because I've been praying for a, a bunch of people a lot, and you're one of them. And I, you know, I want to make sure you're doing okay. Are you making it? Doing a little better? Doing a little worse? Where are you at today? A little better. All right. I'm a little better. All right. I do like a little better. That's better than a little worse. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep praying for you no matter what happens. But this question, now, I don't know if you heard the hint or not, but... Pretty straightforward. If you if you didn't, who was King David's father? Jesse. That is correct, Amanda. 
you got it exactly. And so Jesse, so that's why I used that hint. I don't know if you heard that, but uh, you know, not the best governor, also a former wrestler <laughs> in Minnesota. Yeah, I did hear that. <laughs> I think some people got that. Anyway, excellent job, brother. I appreciate it very, very much. Great, great way to start the show. Good job. Okay. God bless you. Now keep praying for all of you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. All right, let's do our DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Every day that ends in Y, spend some time with the guy in the sky. We've said this a couple times. I'll say it again. Jesus wants people to get back in the closet so that you can be praying and spending time with the Lord. That's the key. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Luke 9, 26. If you're ashamed of me and my words, I'll be ashamed of you at my return. It's like, whoa. You know what? You don't be a It's like, no way. No way. And then A, always be ready to serve. To serve. OPM, other people matter, which is superbly important. In order to fulfill the law of Christ, you carry one another's burdens. In order to carry one another's burdens, you serve one another. You take on their burden. You share their pain. You share their joy. You share the brotherhood. That's the command from Jesus in John 13, 34, and 35. Love one another as I have loved you. That's a high standard right there. But guess what? Through Jesus, you can do anything. And you can love your brother and sister and care about them, care how they're doing. Okay? All right. Al gave another great hint. I'll talk about that later. All right. Great job. Great job by Gary. Let's get back into the teaching because this, I live in this. Just so you can know. And I'm not saying that for any reason that you guys should fully understand this next part. Okay, so let's back it up to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. Now we have this treasure, the gospel, the face of Christ, which shows the knowledge of God in jars of clay. That's kind of us right there, jars of clay, to show this surpassing great power is from God and not from us. Verse 8 and 9. Most of you have this in your Bible marked. We are pressed on all sides, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. So I want to look at this. Pressed down, perplexed persecuted, struck down. My goodness, who wouldn't want to be a Christian with all these fantastic things that take place in our lives as believers? Yep, it seems like this is the real opiate right here, according to Karl Marx. I mean, Karl Marx. He thought this was simplistic healing balm for our soft psyches. That's right. Being continually attacked spiritually is just like a party. <laughs> it's like, what are you crazy this to be a genuine christian you got this but here's the key and i want you to see this in the text so fabulous the key is that every one of these push downs and moments that touch and hurt us there is always a bounce back because god is a god of redemption listen listen okay seven times a righteous man falls Seven times he gets back up, right? I have been horse riding, horseback riding, in a stable. I've done a lot of horseback riding, actually. And when you fall off, and I have fallen off, you have two choices. 
You can lay there where it has a very unique odor, or you can get up and dust yourself off and get back up on the horse. I mean, it's like this is another, you either just stay there or get up. And so look at what Paul is saying. He's communicating. He uses these phrases. We are pressed on all sides. It's like you just, do you ever feel like your head's in a vice grip? you ever feel like your entire cushion existence, like somebody's squishing you? There you go. He goes, you know, we're pressed in, but we're not crushed. So he, he, there's a little bit of the pressure, and there's a little bit of the pain, but it does not, it does not kill. He goes, we're perplexed, but not in despair. That's a nice way of saying, what is God doing here? But you're not supposed to do that with disparity. In other words, you're not supposed to be like, I'm so depressed over it because I don't know what God's doing. That's where the trust comes in. We're persecuted, but not forsaken. You know, pe- people persecute Christians because they hated Jesus. Not be- You know, it's bad when a Christian's obnoxious. That's a separate issue. That's not what's being discussed. But we're persecuted, but we're not forsaken. In other words, even when we're going through the persecution, you know when you're going through the persecution, the Lord's with you. In fact, you're, there's, in a sense, you know you're being blessed, that you're just laying down treasures for the future in heaven. And then the last one's the big one, struck down but not destroyed. So when it does get to the absolute worst end of it all and you're struck down, you're not done. You have eternity. You, you get that, that's when you put on your real coat. That's when you put on your real skin. That's when you put on your real face. That's when you put on the, the, the you that's going to exist for eternity with God. Now, I still maintain this is not a theological uh, argument or anything, but I don't believe in these current bodies you could spend eternity with God because there's so much flaw in it, which is why we need to have a resurrected body that's flawless. So we can take mortality, shed that skin, and put on immortality, which will never fade. And so in all this stuff that's going on that goes around, every time you feel like you're, you're, you're being pressed, you're not crushed. When you're perplexed, you don't need to be in despair. When you're persecuted, you're not forsaken. You're not alone. And even if you're struck down, you're not destroyed because God has you in the palm of his hand. And you will forever be with the Lord because to be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord. It's like, I'll take that. Because God is a bounce-back God for us. Okay? All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. All of mankind, destroying everyone. You may be from a Baptist background, a Pentecostal background, a non-denominational background. David Spoon has that too. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, then give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. The David Spoon Experience. Let me read this thing from Pastor Ray, and then we'll do the trivia question, and then we'll see what happens because I have no idea. This is from Pastor Ray, uh, who passed away, by the way, on January 4th this year, 2022. He's my good friend, and I can't wait to see him up in heaven. This one's titled Joy, Expectation, and Delight. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. 
I gain understanding from your precepts. Therefore, I hate every wrong path. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. This is Pastor Ray's devotional. I often see people go through a spiritual drought. More than once I have found myself in this dry, dark place where God seems far away and we feel even farther. It's like being the children of Israel, once again wandering in the wilderness trying to find our way. That's when I cling to the belief that we are being strengthened and matured through it all. How we survive the wilderness experience of our lives depends on our attitude towards God's word. Psalm 119 is the longest chapter in the Bible, and I get such a kick out of reading it because King David got so excited writing about it of all the things he gets excited about writing about the laws of God. He sang about them. He put statutes of the law to music. He positively exulted in them. In Psalm 119, verse 14, he compared God's testimonies to the riches. In verse 15, he declared, I will meditate on your precepts. In verse 24, he says, your testimonies are my delight and my counselors. David was on to something. He loved God's word, and he knew that the secret to enjoying life, even in the wilderness, was to turn to God's word with joy, expectation, and delight. As children, we struggle to mature under our parents' authority. When we're spiritually born again into the family of God, we become children again, reparented. Oh, what a great line that is. Reparented by our Heavenly Father as we grow toward maturity and learning to trust Him. Allow His Word to light your way, and the wilderness will not seem so daunting. Let His Word guide your feet, and you will never get lost. 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.